Welcome to Cosmic You, the podcast where we explore the depths of spirituality, self-discovery, and the mysteries of the universe. I'm Holly. And I'm Bree. Through our journey, we've discovered that the universe is a reflection of our inner selves, and by exploring the cosmos, we can discover new insights which guide us to unlock our true potential. Each week, we'll be diving into a new topic related to spirituality, inviting guests along the way who are experts and thought leaders in their field to join us to share their unique insights and perspectives. Throughout conversations, we hope to inspire you to discover the sacred within yourself and the world around you. We are so excited to embark on this journey with you. Welcome to Cosmic You. Hello and welcome to another episode of Cosmic You, the podcast. I'm Holly. And I'm Bree. <laughs> One day we'll stop doing that. <laughs> um, so today in this episode, we're going to talk to you all about energetics and in particular, like really understanding that world because it's everything. Like we are just expressions of energy. Um, so yeah, that's where we're, that's where we're going today. And I think... Some of the questions that we received in the comment box this week were around how to start. And so what we want to do is we want to take you back to where we started in this journey so that you can start to understand the foundations that we've built for ourselves in this space and how we've built off that to land here to be able to live this expression, I guess. Mm. Yeah. And for energy not to just be like, this idea in your head is something that's cool or like you're like, oh, yeah, I know that everything's energetic, but how do I actually now interface with those energies and how do I understand my energy more and, you know, what's my energy, what's not my energy and actually, yeah, the more you understand your own energy and build a relationship with it, you can start to embody different experiences in your life so it's not just a thing in your head, it's actually a living and expression. you can start to really have fun with energy once you get to, totally. to know it more and you can really start to play with it. Yeah. Like something fun that I like to do sometimes is just to oh, here put, we the, go. put the energy. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, Holly. Just One of the things I like to do is like think, okay, cool. Like I'd really like to reach out and connect to that person. So I'll just like hold that them in my mind and just like lately, obviously it's been you and then boop, here she Hello. is. <laughs> here I am. And like the other day we were looking at like our podcast analytics and like where people are from who have been listening to the podcast and we're like, cool, like this is cool. And then I was like, oh, wow, like Steph, Steph must have been listening from Berlin. Boop, here she is. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And then she just like literally messaged you like a minute later or something. Completely. So, that's so good. Fun. So we will teach you one yeah. day how to uh, start to play and dance with the energy. It's quite a vibe. Mm. So we're both master, Reiki masters. How and when did you start your training? How did that look for you? So I'm trying to think how many years ago that was. I th- it's weird with like the COVID thing because it just throws everything off of like what time was. Um, <laughs> we all I think. think that was in 2000 and I want to say 17 I did that. Probably 2017 or 18. Mm-hmm. And I actually had someone else who was a Reiki master and I don't know what she was doing, but she was like, I just had this massive vision and you need to go and now do that. I was like, wow, here for it. I'll go do that. Okay. (laughs) And then so I went and did um, 
my training, because I always had, like we've spoken about this before, like we're both quite sensitive to particular things. And, you know, I had things that happened when I was in high school, like weird coincidences that I was like, what is happening here? Like one time I had this dream um, that there was like this big raffle or something at school and I remember like in my dream the person who won like there was a note opened up of their name and the next day at school that was the person that won the thing. Whoa. And like so weird stuff started happening like that to me and I was like what is this? I don't understand any of this like at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so as soon as someone was like, oh, yeah, I think you should go do this, I was like, yep, thank you, I will go do that. Um, and, yeah, because I, I guess teaching yoga too, like it's quite an energetic thing, um, but doing Reiki really helped me like hone in on that even more. And I remember like, you know, when you first get taught like the hand exercises and feeling energy, I remember being like, what, the actual, <laughs> what oh, my God. My mm. So cool. Um, so yeah, that was, yeah, 2017 or 18. And yeah, I was, I remember when I first started practicing Reiki on others, I was like blown away by the things that you could pick up in other people. And like, I would surprise myself of being like, oh, so like I felt this, I noticed this, or, you know, this came through. And then what they would respond back, I'd be like, oh Mm. shit, Mm -hmm. (laughs) this is actually like a whole world of how you can learn about other people and interact with other people and understand the world. Like there's so much that we just don't normally pick up on in our head. Mm. And if we can like tap into that energy, it's like you're in a different world. So cool. It's so cool. And I think a point you just made as well, being sensitive, empathic beings, Mm. I feel like we're not taught how to differentiate between what energy is ours and what energy is someone else's Mm -hmm. and it becomes really blurry and we often become quite bogged down in other people's energy. Totally. And so I think that was one of the best things that came out of Reiki for me personally was differentiating between what's mine and what's theirs Mm. and learning how to cleanse my space and like I don't like the word protect because I feel like it gives away your power Mm. but to, I don't know, harness your power and to stay in 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 your bubble, do you know what I mean? Like mm. this cleanse beautiful space. Yeah. That was huge for me. Totally. Yeah. So if you are a sensitive, intuitive empath, even just getting your Reiki one mm. can give you such a beautiful foundation of I don't know what you'd say. I think just big like almost building this comprehensive like language with your own energy and like having something like just like we're having a conversation now with words, like being able to have a conversation of your own, like with your own energy Mm. because then you can pick up on it all day and know what is happening to you and what's yours, what's not yours. So I think it's just, yeah, I think that's what Reiki One really can help you do. Yeah, just start to connect with and play Mm. Yeah, with your own energy field, which is super helpful. Mm. Yeah. And I think like when you kind of hear about it, you're like, what? You can like feel energy like that. And then you do it, you're like, oh, that's wild. Yeah, literally. Like if you're not driving right now, yeah, <laughs> it would be really cool actually just to like hit pause for a second mm. 
And just to close your eyes and start to, you know, put your hands close to each other but so they're not touching and just feel into that energy. Mm. Start to feel your own aura, your own expression Mm. as energy. Mm. And that's from that, that's how everything else builds. Yeah. Once you can start to connect into that Mm. space, I feel like that's a really beautiful foundation to build off. Yeah. And I think it also helps you have that feeling of, you know, we're not just existing in reality inside of this human body. Like we can stretch ourselves outside. Like I think our aura, auric field is like 10 to 12 feet outside Mm. of us. So like right now, mine and Bree's aura is intertwining with one another. Mm. And like, that's pretty cool. But also, you know, knowing that that is happening all day, every day, wherever you go in public. So, you, you know, if you're someone that you know, goes out in social settings or, you know, in places that are really busy and you get quite anxious, like understanding that, oh, hang on, like my energy is now starting to interact with all of these other people's energies and knowing where your energy stretches out to and where it stops and is no longer, what's no longer yours. I think like if you have anxiety, especially maybe social anxiety, that's something that can really support you as well. Yeah. And I think that that leans into the point of, We hear often in every sense that you become the five people who are closest to you and Mm. that's literally an energetics thing Mm. because you start your energy is constantly connected and Mm. sharing. So you literally are sharing energy. So Mm. keep that in mind, guys, like who you are surrounded by, the thoughts that you're thinking literally emit an energy and Mm. You become that. Yeah. Like your thoughts become your life. Mm. It's all about vibration. It's all vibration. Yeah. And yeah, it's so cool. It's so wild. And I think what's really cool when you start practicing Reiki on other people and you hear like how their life is changing or what they're noticing and they're picking up on, like after a like healing session, you're attuned to a different vibration and now your world starts changing, like your client's world starts changing too. Mm-hmm. And it's still to this day, like it's been quite a few years now and I'm still like. <laughs> Literally. What? It's phenomenal what can happen. Yeah. And I I know like for me, like I, I did my Reiki one when 10 years ago now. Wow. And I've always left it a few years in between each attunement because I felt like I really needed that in that mm. time to embody that. Yeah. And so I've only recently, uh, maybe six months ago, got my Reiki Masters. Mm. And it's amazing the difference. Like it's, I don't know, I, I you can't really no, explain. No, it's hard to use words. Yeah. Words, but um, it's been such a game changer for me. Mm. Yeah. Just such a powerful evolution of building up this energy to now be able to, yeah, read read energy and feel energy and dance with energy and move energy and mm. just such a powerful tool to have. And like we both work in different realms mm. of spirituality but it's at the core of everything that we mm. do, yep. not just in our work but in our life. Yeah, everyone's life, yeah. And like in yoga as well we talk a lot about prana which is energy, it's your life force, it's it's literally everywhere. That's what this whole, you know, manifest reality is. 
And when you can learn the skill of being able to be sensitive enough to your own energy, your own prana, that's when you can actually start directing it. Like if we can't feel it first, like that's the first place to start, like you said, is like sensing your own energy, Mm. learning it, and then that's when you build the power to actually direct it wherever you want internally within yourself but also start to, you know, if you can have energy flowing through your own human body as freely as possible Mm. (laughs) because let's be honest, there's, you know, a particular thought that you have, like think you can be, having the most blissed out beautiful moment and then a thought comes in, it instantly can cut that energy stream off and your energy changes completely. Um, And so if we can get prana or energy flowing through our own human body as freely as possible, that's when your life starts to flow in a totally different way too because you've got this unbroken stream of energy just moving through you and then you'll have unbroken energy moving outside of you as well. That's really powerful what you said actually because you're always going to get disruptions. Totally. You're always going to get disruptions. But what happens is once you understand how to shift and move energy, you can move like with and past Mm. those blocks so much quicker. Yeah. Like just for example, like this week for me, like I have all of these tools But this week I had to travel for work. I was thrown out of my routine and next minute my my mind is is at me. Do you know what I mean? All of these Mm. external, like, do you mean these old beliefs, all of these old fears are coming up. And previously that would happen in my body and it would lock me in for days. Mm. But now because I have these tools and I know what's going on and I can work with the energy, I can now start to shift my state and shift my energy and I know what my body needs in those moments to move move this through. Yeah. Um, which is just so helpful for someone who has had anxiety their whole life. Totally. Like, to not be stuck in that and ruled by that anymore. Yeah. Game changer. Totally. <laughs> and like... What yoga says is that what happens to your energy happens to your mind. Like your mind and energy are just like following each other everywhere. And although energy is like incredibly subtle, it's more dense than the layer of your mind. So it's easier for us to shape energy than it is to shape the mind. But if you shape energy, your mind will follow along with that energy. Oh, that's big. Say it again. Which part? (laughs) (laughs) So... The rule of prana in yoga, so prana is life force energy, what we're talking about now. The rule of prana is where prana goes, the mind follows. So whatever you do to your energy body, your your mind is going to be directly impacted. And once your mind is sitting in a vibration as well, then prana is going to keep flowing with that too. So it's like they're just tagging each other along all the time. And it's easier for us to harness energy than it is for us to harness, you know, a thought. Think about if your mind's like in a crazy spiral and it's like someone could tell you outside of that, like, oh, just change your thoughts. Like, you know, just change what you're thinking. Mm -hmm. It's not that simple. Like it can be really hard. Your mind is almost like this thing that you can't, you can, but like it feels like it's just slipping through your fingers all the time Mm -hmm. and how much the mind just does its own thing. If you can harness your energy, you'll start to move the mind Mm -hmm. in the direction of your energy. And like that is game changing. Completely. And like, I think that's what I mean when I say shifting totally. state. Yeah. Is I'm shifting my energy so that my thoughts will follow. I just yep. didn't realise actually. 
I that's didn't what ha- you're doing. I wasn't that articulate with it. <laughs> no, but and that's kind of why I said it. It's like mm. that's exactly what's happening. Yeah. Like it's yeah, it's so cool. And then I think that's why when you can feel that things are changing in your life, your internal state is completely shifted because now your thoughts are vibrating at the same, you know, energy as whatever you've created internally. Mm. And you know like when you have really shitty thoughts, more shitty thoughts come in. Yeah. And like when you start talking about energy, so it's cool. like it's not rocket science. <laughs> we just overcomplicate things so much. Mm. So I guess to step everyone back, if we went right back to the foundation of what we know energetics to be from our training in yoga, Reiki and just everything, <laughs> everything's energy, even looking at quantum physics now, which is amazing, I'm so mm. grateful because there's so many people that don't believe yeah. in Reiki or energy but now that quantum physics is starting to catch up and we can start to quantify all of these things that we've known, had mm. this deep internal knowing with scientific fact, mm. I think that's very helpful. And so if we start to step right back, we start to – I just wanted to explain that everything is energy and all that's ever happening is that we're just vibrating mm at a certain frequency, at a certain pace that we appear to be whole, solid mass of human being. Mm. But actually we are like 0.0001% like matter, like solid matter. And we are actually just energy vibrating at a certain pace and frequency that we appear to be solid, Mm. which is just mind-blowing. Wild. But it's incredible when you start to think of it like that yeah. because then you start to realise just how connected we all are to everything. Mm. We are literally a soul having a human experience and this our human body right now is just an expression of our energy in this moment at this vibration that we've dropped into. Mm. And, yeah, like just... I just want people to really understand that everything is energy. Mm. And everything we experience, every emotion, every thought, every situation is just all an expression of energy. Mm. And I think that's when we can like almost take the pressure off of ourselves as well. Like if you are having, you know, something that you're going through internally that doesn't feel great, if you can shift your perspective of this is energy moving through me. Or this is how energy is expressing itself right now within me. Mm. I'm not stuck in this because I think sometimes we can feel very stuck in something, but the nature of energy, it can't get like, it can get stuck, but we make it stuck. Completely. And the nature of it, it, it will always move. Like that's what it's wants to do. And if we can be in relationship, moving it ourselves rather than, you know, this disconnected, separated thing that's when you can actually start to, you know, have a little bit more, not control in your life, but start to be like the creator of your life once you can understand your energy and all of that as well. Mm. Even just too, I think, especially when I was younger, I really got identified with my emotions Mm. and I thought they were me. Totally. But they're not. Like you were just saying, I mean, everything's moving and flowing. Yeah. They're just an expression of what's happening right now. Mm. And that's so cool to learn and embody and understand that because 
I was so attached. Like, you know, totally. Like both of us have had the experience of you're too emotional. Yeah. So then we took an emotion on as our identity. Yeah. And we like no words can ever accurately describe anyone. No. And I think like when I heard, you guys might have heard this before, like emotions are energy in motion. Mm. Like and if you let yourself feel an emotion or feel, you know, the energy of it for 90 seconds and you actually be with it, like not trying to fight it, not trying to analyze it, get rid of it or identify with it, but actually letting that energy expression of emotion be in you, within 90 seconds it'll go. Mm. We just kind of feel an emotion and then throw up all of these, you know, self-limiting beliefs or we just identify with it so much and that's what gets that emotion stuck inside of us. That's what stops energy moving is when we start to label it, even like labeling a certain experience that we have as good or bad, that stops energy from flowing because now we're like gripping onto it and we'll either reject the things that we label as bad so we're trying to push something away mm. or we'll like really hold on to the things that we label as good and then we're not we're identifying with all the experiences that we're having instead of letting those experiences just be expressions of energy yeah that's so beautiful mm. and I get think it really leads in beautifully to living either in the past or in the future mm. Like that really ties into a lot of this, right? Yeah. People are either living, like wanting to relive their past or holding on to things from their past and really creating this, I don't know. This well, what will happen is you'll keep recreating your past in the present because that's the energy you're pulling into this moment. And that's why sometimes you're like, oh, shit, haven't I learnt this thing already? Like why do I keep attracting this like into my world? And if like we're hung up or gripped onto yeah, something that's energetically happened. Like because something happened in the past, right, and you start thinking about it now and holding on to it, it's just like it's happening now too. Mm. Like you're bringing it into your reality internally and so you'll start attracting all the things that keep reaffirming that that's real. That belief, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And like it might not appear in the exact same way but – Say you've had a run-in with someone a few months ago and then it pops into your mind and you, you latch onto it again and you start to relive that in your body. Someone else will just come back in in a different way and re-trigger that because mm. it's obviously something you need to look at that's being mirrored back to you. We need to talk about mirroring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, completely. Like you have to break that cycle mm. and understanding energy and moving with energy is how, how we're going to do that. Yeah. So how – how would you give someone advice to do that? Where to begin? <laughs> yeah. It's so different for everyone mm. I've found. And it's just feeling into what works for you. And it's a lot of trial and error. Yeah, totally. For me, how I like shift my state and and stop that, like break that energy thought pattern mm. is I need to move my body. And so that might be like dancing or like, literally just like letting energy like move through my body in whatever Mm. way it needs to express. I Like a big one is just getting out of the environment that you're currently in. I think that's big. I Mm. think when, especially when it's a heavy emotion like, you know, grief or sadness or shame, something like this, we want to cocoon in and not leave where we are. Mm. 
But by doing that, we stay stuck in that. Mm. And so even just leaving your house and going for a walk can have such a huge impact. Calling someone who you know can hold space for you and support you and just literally voicing it out and getting it out of your body is a big one. Mm. And if you don't feel comfortable, if it's something really sticky and something you feel shame around, which is a very hard one to process, it's mm. the lowest vibration possible to us in this life, so it gets very heavy and stuck, is journaling it. Like journal it out, just just let it be out and then see it reflected back to you and notice that it isn't you. Mm. Do you mean start to notice the subconscious beliefs and this programming that's made you believe that this is shameful and you can start to de-identify with that, mm. I think is really big as well. Yeah. What's some things that help you? I think like definitely moving your body is like a huge one. Yeah. And like going for a walk, like sometimes even think like if you're, you know, something's just like frustrating you <laughs> and you're like you can literally feel that like like you just want to grip onto it and it almost is like it takes over you to just have like be able to have that cut through moment of like just get up, go for a walk. Mm-hmm. And like you need to like you'll build these things into your routines because it can be hard when you're stuck in that energy you're going to keep attracting more of that energy to you. So I think having things that you know are like they're your thing, like he said, trial and error, mm. to then know like, okay, I just got to go do this, like just get yourself to that different thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's not about running away from the energy. It's actually I'm going to let this move through me mm. and these are the tools that I have to like let it move through me. Um, and then like yoga is a big one. Um you know, asana, the yoga postures you do, they are going to start to, you know, the purpose of them is not for your physical body Mm. at all. (laughs) The purpose of doing asana is to start to get closer to your energy body. Like your physical body is a gateway. It's not the end point. So in asana, you'll start to, you know, think about all the twisting and whatever you're doing with your spine, you're starting to compress all of these energy channels inside of your body. And so you're letting them like break up a little bit so that energy can flow through them again. And asana is said that it helps you address your past. Mm. So anything, and like that can be as simple as like, you know, you just ate something and now you can feel that in your body. Like it can be that simple or it can be you went through this experience five years ago and it's still living somewhere in your body and asana is going to help you just be aware of that and start to address it, move energy that way. So moving your body is just like one of the greatest things you can do. And I think sometimes we're like, oh, but it's an emotional thing. Like, you know, I've got to think my way through it or I've got to, it's like that's living inside of your body. Mm-hmm. Like your body is this beautiful sacred temple that has the capacity to feel and experience so much. And I think sometimes we just, are so disembodied that everything is happening in our mind and we're cut off from this like life source or this energetic source. This wisdom that's within our being. Yeah. I always think sometimes like my body is way more intelligent than my mind. Absolutely. Like it knows so much more than my mind does. Mm -hmm. My body's having an experience and then my mind goes, oh, this is the experience you're having. (laughs) I'll narrate that for you. Please hold. Literally. (laughs) (laughs) Let me make sense of that. Um, and like how I often explain it is, you know, if you're watching, let's just say a sports game 
there's people on the field playing the game and then there's people commentating the game. And it's always happening a split moment after. They can never know. The, the commentators can never give you a true experience of what's happening on the field because they're not on the field. They're not the players. They're narrating what the players are doing. That's kind of like what your mind is doing all the time to the experience of your body. Mm. It's like your shoulder knows there's tension and then your mind goes, oh, there's tension in my shoulder. It's like your body knew that before your mind did. Mm. So I think that's why moving the body is just like so, so valuable. Because mm. often the thing will just diffuse itself. You don't even have like to do that much. You can just like, yeah, shift your energy, like shaking your hands. (laughs) I can shift your energy. Yeah. Yeah, So moving your body. One of the best things you can do. Yeah. And I think it's too like, oh yeah, it's that simple again. Like we know how good exercise is for us. Like, and it exercise doesn't need to be like exercise. Just move your body, shift some energy around. Yeah. Yeah. The other good thing to probably mention is the impact that food and our environment and and other external factors can have on our energy. Mm. Yeah. Cuz I think how like going back to what you said everything is energy. So being mindful of what you're consuming because it will impact your energy. Like some food is going to have a lot more energy in it. And I'm not talking about like nutritional energy, but like actual living energy. Mhm compared to food that's been, you know, sitting in a box for six months. Mm. Like the energy in that is completely stale and stagnant. Mm -hmm. So it's not going to help energy flow in you Mm. as well. Shout out, I love chocolate, but like. (laughs) (laughs) Just sidebar. Just sidebar. Like, you know, it's, I think, you know, being aware of what that food is energetically going to do to you so that you can balance it out if you need to. So I learned at my yoga retreat last year um, that coconut has the highest vibration, like is the highest vibrational food that you can possibly consume because it's so pure. Like obviously like we need water to survive, but the nutrients and everything that's in that coconut is so just, it's just beautiful, right? Mm. Because like how, because of how it grows Mm. Everything about it, it, it's the highest vibrational food that you can have. So if you're ever having a lull, knowing that you could have a coconut or a cucumber or anything that's like organic and, and rich in natural like water mm. like and minerals is going to help you lift your vibration. There's just so many tiny little subtleties that we can do each day just to – it's all the 1%, right? Yeah. And you're just building up these 1%. And so, like, another thing is your environment, your home environment. For me, it's huge. So I'm a life path number six and that is all about home and environment. So it's, I feel like it's really heightened for me in this life. But how the the environment I create for myself at home can change everything. Mm. When I was travelling, I really struggled a lot more than I thought I would because I didn't have a space that felt like mine and so I could really feel my energy dipping and like it was swaying and moving like I was in constant flux Mm. (laughs) because I wasn't in control of my environment. So I just feel like it's really important to call that out and just to help you guys think about 
what other factors are playing into your experience right now? It might be where you work. Like do you work in an office that has no natural light? Mm. That's going to play into this. Of a morning, you know, like are you able to get sunlight in the first half an hour? Because if you aren't, that's going to play up with your natural rhythms of your body. Mm. Like all of these little things like water, the water you consume. Do you mean it's so important to understand the energetics of water and what you're actually putting into your body? Mm. Because it's all these little things that are going to have a big impact on you. Yeah. Yeah. Even music. Music. Music's a huge one. TV shows. Mm. Like The news. <laughs> the news. Like what? Because everything, like we said, has an energetic vibration and energy, It's it vibrates together. So like this type of energy is going to attract more of this type of energy. So mm. whatever literally you're consuming, you're going to build more of that into mm. your life. And, like, you know, if you watch, I don't know, a particular movie or, like, whatever it is, if it's, like, you know, violent, you're going to feel more of that energy inside of yourself. If it's, like, really beautiful and lovely and, like, romantic, you're going to feel more of that energy inside of yourself. Like, that's how simple energy is. Mm. Like, it's not a complicated thing. It's, yeah. It's just finding resonance. And yep. so then you need to become really mindful and understand on a very deep level that the life that you have right now in this moment is a direct reflection of what you have created energetically. Mm. You have called in every single element to your life, which is very hard to grasp totally. as a human. Yeah. And it can be either the most exciting thing or the most petrifying thing to think that we have created this. Mm. And, you know, you can go to places like, outside of the Western world and ask a lot of questions. Why, 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 why are people experiencing all these things? Like, you know, I didn't call in this specific trauma and things like that, but on a soul level at mm. somewhere because of conditioning, because of this, because of fear, because of something you witnessed, it's a ripple effect. Mm. And it's really painful to sit with and observe, especially when you're in the thick of it mm. because you can't see the lesson you're meant to learn from it yet. Totally. Yeah. And I think like that's important to note, like just hearing all these things and being like, oh, it's simple. Like energy is energy. It's like there's also sometimes there's lessons that your soul wants to learn or signed Mm. up to learn and you've got the only way to learn those things is, you know, going through the thick of that. Mm -hmm. Um, But also I think, you know, we were just having a conversation this morning about, you know, having all of these tools, it doesn't stop you from going through the stuff it just gives you a different perspective and appreciation of going through the stuff, the hard things. And you're able to see like, you know, like, oh, I'm not doing anything wrong or something's not wrong with me. It's like this is what, you know, I signed up for energetically on a soul level, Mm. Um, which also means like you are completely capable of moving through that. Otherwise you wouldn't be moving through it. That's a good call. Um, Yeah. Yeah, like we're not saying at all that you've done something wrong no. or that you deserve <laughs> anything that has happened to you if it's been bad. Yeah. Like we are not saying that. Yeah. Like sending and like, you only love. In yeah, this. totally. And you're completely capable of moving through it completely. Yeah. Yeah. So I think like just understanding that we are energy gives you that sense of I don't need to identify with, you know, the shitty things that happen or even the great things that happen either because that can keep us really stuck too. Mm. 
just holding on to all of the good things, not letting yourself like ride that, you know, wave of life. Yeah. I think that's been like because we feel things so deeply, you feel everything deeply. Do you mean the, the, my dad always says the people that have the highest highs also have the lowest lows because they allow themselves to feel into all the emotions and to really be in life. But and that's like whichever way you've decided to go, if you've just decided to like hang out in the middle and, you know, have little sways, that's fine. But for the people who are, are living this full spectrum of life, you have to ex- expect to feel the depths of pain mm. so that you can really feel the highs of Jimin, like this joy and peace and I don't know, this abundance of life that sits at the other end of the spectrum. Mm. You, it's like what they say, right? You you can't have light without darkness. Totally. Yeah. You need both. You need both. We are both. We are both. We are like, yeah, living in a world that is full of polarities and dualities. So like there is opposing forces everywhere. <laughs> mm. Yeah. So there's, you know, opposing forces at play in nature everywhere and like we're a part of those opposing forces uh, and just, yeah, learning to let yourself go with that and know that no energy is ever stuck inside of you until we let it be stuck inside of us. Mm. And I think too, like something that I'm reflecting on is, you know, I used to, you know, if I saw something happen in public, like, you know, an old person like who couldn't walk properly or something, I would just like feel like this I would feel it inside of myself what their experience was and I used to never be able to understand like why is that happening to me like why can't I just see the person and like be okay Mm. but now like it still happens and instead of being like oh what's wrong with me like why am I feeling this I actually just like let myself soften into it and see it as a moment for me to connect with another human being even if no words are spoken even if they have no idea I'm like oh, let me just like sit and like be with this person's energy at the moment and like feel it instead of being like, oh, get that energy away from me. Like that's not mine. Mm. Just being like, oh, I know right now I have the capacity to feel this and then I can choose to not feel this anymore and like move yeah, out of that state. You can choose to feel something and not hold it as yours. Mm. That's That's the big thing. Yeah. We can't learn someone else's lesson for them. We can't help them heal do mean energetically we can offer support but we can't carry that for them mm. and I tried really hard to do that for <laughs> I think people. most people do when you first get into this stuff you're like this is so cool I can do this for everyone come here everyone <laughs> totally but when you think about it it's like no one did that for us right and then you yeah, have that remembrance you're like I'm sure my yeah, maybe they tried. did <laughs> <laughs> like god damn it you care <laughs> my mum's still um it's heaps funny. We, our Reiki master, she's always like, you guys, I've never cut the umbilical cord. <laughs> she's tried to help us so many times. So my poor mum, she feels everything on my behalf. She'll know that something's happening in my life before I even tell her. Every mm. time. And I'm like, sorry, <laughs> I don't know so what to yeah. I had a Reiki session once and the therapist said like, you and your mum have this like sacral attachment. Whoa. And it's so weird because me and my mum go through the same things like at the same time. Like she'll have a sore hip and I'll be like, I've got a sore hip. Like it's the same like things over and over and over again. 
And it's just wild. Like it's just, oh, yeah, so this is this person reflecting to me like we're just energetically like so connected and intertwined and having a very similar experience, Mm. which is pretty cool. It's really cool. Mm. That's why I love like I – this is shifting a little bit but just speaking about connections with people and – I've never been someone that's held on to what someone's done to me. Mm. You know what I mean? I always just forgive and forget and move on. Like I just accept people for how they are in this moment. And what I'm trying to say is that everyone that comes into your life is coming into your life for a reason. And it's experiencing every person that enters your life with eyes wide open and seeing it for what it is, even if it's a painful lesson, it's actually so beautiful mm. because it is a lesson. And it means, do you mean, like we're one step further in our journey and in our evolution in this soul life. Mm. And I just think back to some of the people that I've had these connections with and at the time I – you know, like why is this happening? And then if you actually allow yourself to sit and reflect on that experience and on the energy that moved through your body in that moment, there's so much peace to be found on the other side. Mm. And I think like being able to catch the energy moving in you at the time, like when something does happen, then it almost like you can have like this, frustration or anger or you know any kind of emotion move through you and you can still stay connected to your inner peace Mm. because you can be aware of energy and no longer like kind of letting it control your life in a way like you know if you have anger just like rise up inside of you which all of us do. We all have the capacity to feel anger at some point, right? And can you let all of that emotion, because like that's a super uncomfortable one to feel, right? Mm. Or, you know, a lot of emotions are super uncomfortable to feel. But if you can be like, all right, I'll let this move through me. And P.S. I totes don't do this all the time. <laughs> Just a slight disclaimer. Yeah. But like something happened last week and it was something that had happened before and in the moment I could feel like this just almost this like habit of like oh like energy's like oh this happened this is what we're used to doing when that happens so and then I caught it and I just like had awareness of that rising up and instantly it just like fell away again Mm. it was like oh cool you saw me thank you and now I can go away now whereas like in the moments when say something emotionally rises up and you're like whoop that's uncomfortable, I want to get as far away from that feeling as I can, you kind of, what you're doing is actually just getting further and further away from self. So in the moment, if you like feel that rise up and be like, oh, hello, so interesting that you're here. And then like it just went away again. And I remember being like to the person that I was with, like, how fascinating that that just happened. I was like, are you proud of me for like, he's like, yeah, how did you not? I was like, I just realized what was happening. And I was instantly like, back in the moment again because mm, our so emotions can just drive our life and we can lose ourselves so much in them 
if we're trying to get ourselves away from them. Mm. Whereas if we just say emotions just want to be seen, everything just wants to be felt, right? So if you can let yourself just feel it, um, then you can kind of just step back and that's where you were saying like it makes you realise you don't need to hold on to it or like mm. try and figure out why did this person do this to me or like, yeah, you know, it's just like, oh, okay. It's like a reframing, isn't it? Like yeah. this isn't happening to me, it's happening for me. Yeah. It's happening for me so I can experience it, so I can learn from this, so I can be with this. Mm. And that reframing is super powerful once yeah. you can start to move with it. Yeah. And then I think if you're starting to like move through that, like be patient with yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and like some emotions or some experiences you'll be like, oh, super easy for me to move through. Like I've got that one down pat. And then others will come in that'll feel way more like sticky and harder to navigate. Um, and it's meant to be harder for you to navigate because there's something in that for you to like finally learn and uh, realize. Um, but yeah, I think it all just starts with awareness, which comes back to you talking about just like holding the energy in your hands. Mm. Like, can I be like aware of that thing that's there right now? And it makes you realize that there's so much more to you than what you tell yourself all the time. I think that's really beautiful. You know, start there and start to practice and find the tools that work for you with emotions or situations that aren't really big and sticky. Do you know what I mean? Because you have to sort of build up to them. Mm. Like it took me a long time to be able to shift my state when I'm in a, a state of shame. Totally. Compared to shifting my state when I'm feeling a bit tired. Yep. Like it's it's very different but you have yep. to practice when you're just feeling a bit icky or tired or whatever Yeah. so that you can use those tools when the bigger things come. Yeah. And yeah. We're not saying we're perfect at oh, this. Oh, not at all. But we're just helping you, uh, <laughs> we're just letting you know what we know really. Yeah, totally. And the things that we like use and apply in life and sometimes it doesn't work. Some I think sometimes too you're even like, oh, I'm so aware of what I'm doing right now and I still <laughs> oh God, choose yes. to be like, I don't care. I'm just, I I want to just be fully in this right now. I don't care. Completely. <laughs> yesterday I was just like, no, I just want to be a little bit like sad and heartbroken today. Totally. I'm just going to have a few hours of sitting here in this. Yeah. And then it like, it got to like, I don't know, whatever time. And I was like, okay, that's enough. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. going to get in the car and I'm going to like yeah. shift and I'm yeah. going to move and all's going to be good again. And I think that's really important because you don't want to constantly be trying to be like, oh, there's that, got to run away from that, got to shift that quickly. Like, no, some things are going to sit with you for a little bit longer and like, yeah, take the pressure off. Like we said at the beginning, like have fun with this because it is so fascinating. And um, yeah, it's a whole, it's a whole beautiful world that you can, you just learn more about yourself and realize, holy crap, if I am this energy you know, thing that I can actually feel, that means I'm not my thoughts. That means I'm not, you know, anything that happens to me either. I'm not defined by that. Mm. There's so much more to me. And even just like, you know, sometimes you might be like, all right, but how do I actually feel that energy? Well, anytime you can even feel like temperature shift in your body, like that's you starting to sense into the subtle part of who you are. Mm. Like, even just feeling your breath, like actually sitting and learning how to feel what your breath feels like mm. and potentially not even like I'm going to like sit and take deeper breaths but actually just for a moment be like, what's my breath doing? 
when it moves into my body, like you can notice that the temperature is different on the inhale compared to the exhale. And like that's you starting to notice sensation and any sensation that moves through you is energy. Mm. So like is your shoulder hot right now? Is it cold? Is it, you know, when you feel tension inside of your body, is there a shape that it has? Is there a way that you can feel that tension? Is it just stuck or is it kind of circling? Is it moving back and forth? Mm. Um, Yeah, I think that's one way that you can really just start to feel energy in a way that feels a little bit more tangible because it'll take time to get sensitive to that. But those are really simple ways that you can just be like, oh, yeah, that's actually energy moving through me right now. Mm. Like tingles that move through your body. Like, you know, when people come to Reiki and they're like, oh, my God, like th- there was just tingling going up everywhere. Or like, did you put a heat lamp on me? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, it's like instant heat or like, yeah. Mm. So I think do you have any other ways where you're like this is how you can feel energy in you or like things that are a bit more tangible for people to like pick up on? I think you've nailed it. It's just doing that body scan. Mm. And it's allowing yourself yourself the space to do it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Taking time to. Like you just have to actually take the time to, yeah. to try these things. It's no magic pill. You can't just be, yeah, you can't be multitasking and, and no. really learn how to <laughs> tap into energy. No. Not initially. No. No. <laughs> so what are you, you said before, um, you know, this is, this is fun, you know, mm. and you can start to have fun with it. How are some ways that this is fun like how how can we start to dance with this when I like first started doing this it I would kind of be like think about a particular color or like a type of car like you know when you're going and buying a car or something I mean not this this is something you do every day (laughs) you know if you're thinking about buying a new car or and you just start seeing that car everywhere Mm -hmm. like that's energy and I think it's hilarious that that happens it's so and like sometimes I'll just drive and be like all right I want to see this kind of car and then it happens and you're like, like that's a really fun way to just like start experimenting and what it does is it builds your belief in that too. Mm. Like because I think there's some of this where like you need to have that trust and belief in it too because if you're sceptical you're going <laughs> to attract more of that energy into your life yeah. and there'll be things that prove that scepticism too. Completely. Um, how else do I do it? Sometimes um, I'll be <laughs> if like – my husband goes into the shops to like go get something and I'm like, oh, I didn't tell him that I wanted this thing, but like I really want this thing. And then not all the time, <laughs> but sometimes he'll come back with that thing. I'm like, yes, Woo! <laughs> it worked. We're in resonance. Um, yeah. And like it just starts to happen so much more now or we'll like think of the same things or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So like they're fun little ways that I kind of play around with it. Um And I think sometimes it still surprises me like I'm not even aware and like that's what has been really like fun for me is you can start to like feel or just like be with life in such a different way. Yeah. And yeah, so that's like a fun thing. Even like asking, like building off the car thing is asking for signs. So for example, I feel very connected to eagles Mm. and I just have this deep feeling that when that comes up that that's a particular sign for me so if I need like reassurance or confirmation of something that I'm thinking I ask the universe to confirm it 
and not getting a sign is also a sign. Totally. So like you get to, you get to create the rules mm. with this. So, you know, it, it could be, okay, I'm thinking of leaving my job and I would like to work with the universe to make sure that this is an aligned next step for me. Something like this. It could be mm. anything. Yeah. And then you say, okay, if this is the right move for me, I'd like you to show me X sign by X date. Mm. And if you don't get that sign, then that's the sign. Yes. That's it talking to you as well. Yeah. So that's a, that's a fun one. Yeah. And I think what's so cool about that is actually all you're really doing is interacting with yourself. Completely. Right? <laughs> like that's what's hilarious about it. It's just sometimes we need it to be like, outside of us yeah. for us to believe it and see it and feel it. But like that's you just having this conversation with your higher self all the time. The other cool thing to do I think is um, like using a pendulum or muscle testing mm. because sometimes we're so in our head that we need a way to get back into our body yes. and our body doesn't lie to us. So using a pendulum or muscle testing, we can actually start to tap into our body's wisdom and bypass our mind which is very powerful if you're really stuck in a in a lower vibrational energy that you can't move through but you need an answer. Mm. That's a fun one too. Yeah. And I think like once you are in your body, it does really help to just cut through the noise. Mm. So we would love to hear from you on what the signs are that you ask for the universe. Like maybe for you it's a particular pattern of numbers or, you know, whatever it is. We would love to hear how you interact with your energy and how you ask for signs um, for confirmation of things too um, or things that you're now going to start trying from this episode that you've learnt. Mm. Um, we would love to hear from you about understanding energetics uh, and if you have questions about it also let us know too because it's so vast and there's so many different ways that you can come at this and this is just something that you know mm. we kind of play with and work with but yeah it's it's everywhere. It's super cool. So let us know how you go on that journey of, you know, understanding your own energetics and um, applying it to your life. Mm-hmm.